Hey everyone, this is Jade. You're listening to another episode of Counting Scars. Some of the topics that I talk about on this podcast may be triggering for some, so please listen with caution. Today I'm going to tell you a story that I have never told anyone. I have told people what happened, but I've never actually gone into full detail like I will be doing today. So, when I was 19, I dated this guy. It was a very short relationship, like we dated for like a month or something. Um, But during that time, he introduced me to a group of his friends. In that group, there was this guy named Dan. And I really, I really, like, clung to him. Um, He was kind of, like, gothic, and he was, like, a big guy, like, big, rugged, chunky, um, but totally, like, gothic, but he had these big, beautiful eyes. And, um, you know, he was just really nice and a really big sweet talker, just made you feel awesome and beautiful and I used to hang we used to hang out with this group of friends a lot and Dan a lot and even after my boyfriend and I broke up I still would hang out with these people because they were just awesome people to hang out with and we all liked the same music and you know just enjoyed hanging out um I started getting close to Dan and we were wicked flirty with each other and um, he you know like I said he was a sweet talker and he would always like compliment my body and my smile and my laugh and stuff and he just he made me feel so good about myself so I really enjoyed being around him you know he made me feel like no other guy made me feel I didn't really want a relationship with him or anything like that, but I just, I liked his company. It was fun to flirt with him and stuff. And, um, I was hanging out with the group of friends one day, and Dan and I were just kind of in our own little world, and we were getting a little cuddly with each other and flirty, and he started kind of like kissing and nibbling on my neck. And it was just, you know, it was all in fun or whatever. He knew that that kind of drove me crazy because that's just like, you know, that's the one thing that turns me on. So, and he knew that. So he just, you know, he'd do that just to get me all hot. (laughs) And, um, you know, he, he just, he knew how to make a woman feel good. And, you know, he said, hey, let's hang out again tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. So... I go over um, the next morning, it was probably like, I don't know, 9, 10 in the morning, and um, I thought everyone was going to be there, but there was nobody there but Dan, and I was like, okay, whatever, I guess nobody else wanted to show up, it's too early for them, you know, we were all like 19, 20 years old, so like, you know, I figured everybody just wanted to sleep in or something. Um, 
So Dan and I were just hanging out and you know, we got a little cuddly again like we usually did. And we started getting a little closer and we started making out a little bit and I was, you know, I was cool with it, whatever. It was all in fun. I had, you know, my ex and I were broken up and I was single and I was just young and having fun. And he started kissing my neck again. And then he started um, getting a little rougher with it. And like he was trying to give me a hickey or something. And um, I was like, no, 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 you're not, you're not going to do that. Like, you know, I, I started kind of pushing him off of me. I'm like, stop, like, you're not going to give me a hickey. This isn't, I have a job and stuff. Like, you can't be doing that. Um, well, you know, and he, he kind of kept, he thought I was like playing with him or whatever. He kept going and, and then he started like biting my neck, like really hard. And I told him, like, you need to stop. Like, that's hurting me. And he told me oh, you know, you like it, and he just wouldn't stop, and he kept, like, biting me, and, like, he was biting friggin' hard, it, like, it hurt, and he wouldn't stop, and I started getting, like, frustrated, and then he starts getting gropey with me, and he starts grabbing my breasts and, you know, trying to touch me all over, and, you know, he just started getting really grabby and gropey, and, um, he grabbed my mouth when I tried telling him to stop and he, he wouldn't stop and I tried to get up and he grabbed me and he like threw me towards the couch and he like bent me over the couch and he grabbed my hands and was holding them behind my back and I kept struggling and he was laughing and I just kept telling him to, like, let me go, let me go. And he thought I was, like, playing hard to get or something. I don't know, like, he thought I was playing a game with him, and... He pulled my pants down, and he held me down harder. He, like, pushed me into the couch. And he started spanking me. I begged him to stop. That he wouldn't stop. He, he was still holding on to me and he kept spanking me and he wouldn't stop. And he kept saying, you know, I know you like it. And I said, I, I don't like it. Like, please stop. I don't like it. And he said, I know you like this. And that's when I felt him penetrate me. I tried to get him off of me. You know, I... I kept telling him stop and he shoved my face into the couch cushion and he continued to rape me and like I I just kind of went silent at that point like I I didn't know what to do I kind of gave up and I just let him do his thing and he finished and he let me go and I like, you know, I hurried to pull up my pants and I got the fuck out of there. I just like ran out and he's like, where are you going? And I like acting like he didn't know what just happened. <clears throat> and I sat, I sat in my car, I locked the doors and 
I'm just like, you know, I was like hyperventilating at this point. And, uh, I, I was just really trying to process what the fuck had just happened. Yeah, I didn't understand, you know, like, and I, I like, I pulled the mirror down and I looked at myself and I see like this big bruise on my neck, like a bite mark on my neck from where he was biting me. And I just like started bawling my eyes out. And I remember like I had to work that day and here I am with this huge fucking bruise on my neck and I'm like covering up like I had makeup on me like I always kept makeup on me um, I usually like would touch up my makeup before work or whatever and I had some foundation and I'm trying so hard to like cover up this bruise with foundation and I decided to wear like a collared shirt that day and try to do my best to hide the bruise but I you know I I didn't I couldn't understand what happened like I was I was blaming myself I was like well obviously you know you let him on you made him think that that was okay because you were being flirty with him and you were making out with him and I even kind of denied what exactly happened like you know I, I was in denial about it I'm like no like whatever it you know it happened it's not a big deal but it was a big deal he violated me he raped me I did not want that I didn't mind being flirty and kissy with him but when he started getting too rough with me and wouldn't listen to my you know, request for him to stop. Like, that was not okay. And I definitely know that now. But I wish I knew that then. You know, I wish I wasn't blaming myself for something like that. Like, I didn't... That wasn't my fault. I repeatedly asked him to stop, and he wouldn't. I never ended up going to the police about it, because I didn't... I didn't think they'd take me seriously. I didn't think they'd believe me. I didn't really tell anybody. I ended up telling like a couple people many, many, many years later. But I've never like actually explained what that experience was. And I really wanted to do this episode. I've been having such a hard time doing this episode because I'm just I'm scared to get that story out even with the whole you know the me too movement and stuff I couldn't I couldn't say anything like I wanted to I wanted to tell my story and you know but I just couldn't it it's hard because when you're in that situation like you don't, you're embarrassed and you don't know what to do and you're scared. I haven't seen Dan ever since that day. I never hung out with that group of friends again. I don't even know what they're doing to this day. I just, I don't know if I'm the only one he's ever done that to. 
I wouldn't doubt it if he's done that to other women. He seemed a little too comfortable when he did that. Please tell somebody. Confide in someone if anything like that ever happens to you. You know, I've, I've been living with that for 10 years. And it still, like, sucks to this day. But I wish that I would have said something. Because he didn't deserve to just get to continue living his life like everything was fine. And hurt however many more women he hurt. Karma will... We'll get him. I, I do believe that. But I'm, I'm moving on with my life, and I just wanted to get my story out there in hopes that if any of you have ever gone through something like that, maybe you could talk to somebody and get it out too. Don't hold that in. Like, something, an experience like that is traumatizing, and it's not good to hold those emotions in. I shouldn't have for so long. But I'm really glad that you all are taking the time to listen to my story. Thank you all for the support with this podcast. I've really... It's been really helpful and therapeutic to me. And, you know, if any of you want to contact me, even if it's just to talk or ask questions about some of my episodes or anything... You can email me at countingscarspod at gmail.com and I'll gladly talk to you. I hope you all have a wonderful evening and I hope that you took something from this. You know, stay strong. Like, we're all in this together. Have a great day. Bye.